Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans for fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. Hey, welcome back, Brewer fans. Um, Scott and Vince are here with me, joining me for our special annual draft preview. How are you guys doing? Good, Craig. How are you? Good. I'm also doing good. All right, Chad. That's awesome. Um, Chad on tonight? I think Chad's still scouting um, some of the college uh, college age kids out there uh, for the draft. I'm not sure if they're male or female, but he did say something about being around college tonight, so I'm not sure. But uh, maybe he'll be in in time for one. Yeah, maybe he'll be in time for next year's draft preview. Yeah, maybe. Well, for anybody um, who's listening, waiting for Chad to chime in, um, I can tell you that it, it will definitely be in, in one of the next few episodes. So just hang in there. Really? Wow. Okay. Wow. That was not cool. from our inside source, Tom Carter, by the way. That was just my speculation. So, he, Tom's an anonymous source, Scott. He's not just yeah. like an inside source. Yeah. You're no, supposed I, to say Tom C. It's Tom C. or T. Carter. We've gone over this so many times, guys. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter got, now because it, it, this wasn't even information from him. This was – so I don't think okay. it matters. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. He's not our anonymous source this time, so I'm fine. Oh, yeah. He usually fine. So it's, Yeah, Tom Carter. Okay, got it. No problem. Carry on, Chris. All right, so uh, this year's baseball draft is coming up on uh, Monday, June 3rd and the 4th. Um, it's taking place out in New Jersey. Um, and – yeah, this year. Uh, the <laughs> wait, Brewers, wait, where's the draft? Sorry, what? Where's the Where's the draft being held this year? In New Jersey. Oh wow, man! Yeah. We should have really planned a a trip around that. That would have been awesome. Yeah, a little New Jersey road trip. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? But um, the Brewers obviously last year uh, they came on the cusp of the World Series, uh, and uh, so. With that success brings a much lower draft pick than I think fans have been talking to for much of the last couple of decades, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so the Brewers pick 28th overall in this draft. Uh, they did, uh, we'll talk about later, that they did also trade away their number 39 overall pick, uh, which was a supplemental pick uh, for to acquire Alex Claudio. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but for now we're going to get into uh, – my version of a mock draft where guys are expected to go. And then when we get to the Brewers bit of 28, I'll mention who I think the Brewers will take, but then also throw out a bunch of names that might be available and might be of some interest to them in their scouting department. and could be their selection. Um, just a quick recap. Last year, the Brewers uh, still had a, a pick in the team, and they picked um, starts off Bryce Trang, um, who's doing very well in the minor leagues this year already. So he looks like to be a great pick. Uh, from last year. So, all right. So this year, um, I'll fire it away here. Um, I, I will mention before I start off that I would say that first three guys in the draft I have are kind of a tier amongst themselves, um, and po- possibly the first, the next three guys kind of there's drop off. Then after that, and then the talent is kind of all mingled together. So the Brewers should get someone in that uh, third tier of talent. I, I believe it's on at 28 even. But uh, there is no elite talent in this draft, so to speak. Well, at least not uh, coming into the draft. You never know what Hall of Famers or Barcelona get picked in this draft. But 
you know, there's there isn't the slam dunk, you know, number one overall pick types like uh, Bryce Harper, or Steven Strasburg, or all the um, Anthony Rendon. I guess I'm mentioning a lot of nationals, but uh, <laughs> uh, even Carlos Correa was drafted number one overall by the Astros. So those were all, you know, guys that uh, were really slam dunk. Uh, elite talents and i would say in this draft there's not really those guys uh but uh, or brian, there are some really or, good... or brian taylor that's true well there could be brian taylor's yeah guys that completely play them out you never know uh, especially at high school and those those high school pitchers are always risky of falling off their arms and everything so what can you do but there's some really nice college bats um and there's some bloodlines in here we'll talk about and yeah this should be an interesting draft definitely and uh uh, let's get right to it. So the Orioles own uh, a historically bad season last year, the number one overall pick. I would project them to take uh, the top talent in this year's draft, and that is uh, Audley Roshman, a catcher from Oregon State, one of the highest rated catchers, mostly for his bat, you know, so good defensive skills, but really his bat is uh, is going to be good, and he's, I think the Orioles are going to go with him. Number two overall pick is owned by the Royals. They're going to um, go with uh, Bobby Witt Jr., of course, the son of Bobby Witt. He's um, a shortstop out of Texas High School. And and uh, that's my son, JJ, in the background. <laughs> He's apparently pretending or something. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Bobby Witt Jr., um, he actually has probably one of the highest ceilings in the draft. He could even go number one overall, of course, the Orioles. So he's a shortstop, and I, I really like his bat. Uh, number third overall for White Sox, um, going to go with Andrew Vaughn, a, a, a first baseman uh, from California out of college. He's actually the, my favorite player in in the draft. I think he's got the best bat overall. Um, so that'd be my pick with the White Sox. So here we go with the rest of the picks. Number four overall, the Marlins. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, – they're going to select J.J. Bidde, um, um, outfielder from Van- uh, Vanderbilt. Number fifth overall, Tigers. C.J. Adams, shortstop from a Georgia high school. Sixth overall, the Padres. Riley Green, outfielder from Florida high school. Number seventh overall, Nick Lodolo, uh, right, uh, left-handed pitcher out of TCU. Eighth. The Rangers will go with Jackson Rellage, a right-handed pitcher from a junior college. Uh, number nine overall, the Braves uh, are going to pick uh, Hunter Bishop. Hunter Bishop is an outfielder from Arizona State, one of my favorite colleges. Um, number 10th overall is the Giants with Matthew Craig. Allen, right-handed pitcher from Florida High School. Craig. Craig, yeah. Do you remember when we? Do you remember when we went on spring break for uh, with Arizona State students? Oh, yeah, I did. That was in Port of Nasco, Mexico. That was, that was nice. And I was, like, around college age, and you were not, and that was awesome. We had a good time. That was fun. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. Well, yeah, we were scouting the Brewers on that trip, and, and Mary oh, yeah. just had a little further south. Due to a recommendation yeah. from a great man named Todd, yeah. <laughs> um, so, 10th uh, overall, the Giants are going to go with Matthew Allen, right-handed pitcher out of Florida High School. Lumped overall, the Blue Jays, I believe, in my mock will take Zach Compton, a left-handed pitcher from Kentucky. The Mets are going to go with uh, another college catcher, Shea Langeliers, uh, out of Baylor. Twins with the 12th, I'm sorry, 13th overall pick. 
Alec Manoa, right-handed pitcher from West Virginia. The Phillies with Gunnar Henderson, a shortstop from Alabama High School. The Angels with pick 15. Bryson Scott, a shortstop from Scott's neck of the woods from UNLV. Um, 16th overall is the Diamondbacks. Corbin Carroll, I believe they're going to go with. He's an outfielder from uh, Washington State High School. Uh, 17th overall is in the Nationals. Uh, we'll go with Josh Young, a third baseman from Texas Tech. 18th overall, the Pirates will go with Quinn Priester. He's a right-handed pitcher out of Illinois High School. Um, 19th overall is the Cardinals. George Kirby, right-handed pitcher from College uh, Elon. Um, and let's see, 20th overall, the Mariners are going with Brett Beatty. That's a third baseman from Texas High School. Um, 21st overall, the Braves are going to go with Yoni Avico. He's a short, I'm sorry, a third baseman slash shortstop from California High School. The Rays are going to go with Logan Davison. He's a shortstop from Clemson. The Rockies are number 23 overall. We'll go with Cameron Meisner, outfielder from Missouri. He's someone who's actually fallen in drafts. He's had a pretty – he was projected on the top ten, but he's now fallen down the boards with kind of a poor spring. The Indians, uh, one of my favorite high school arms in the draft, they're going to go with Brennan Malone, a right-handed pitcher from Florida High School. He's supposedly going to be a tough sign, um, but uh, the Indians, I think, will take a chance on him. I think he's got one of the highest ceilings in the draft. Number 25th overall, Dodgers are going to go with Will Wilson, a shortstop from NC State. Number 26, the Diamondbacks have another first-round pick from having their first-rounder, Matt McLean, from last year not signed. So they get 26 overall, and they're going to go with Daniel Espino, right-handed pitcher from Florida High School. The Cubs, boo, at number 27 overall, they're going to go with, um, I think they're going to go with Cody Hosey, a third baseman from Tulane. Um, and Ooh, that brings us to Brooks. Not a, not, a big, not a big fan of Cody, just for the record. No. He seems like a cub to me, but anyway, so it's probably going to be their pick. With that being said, that brings us to the Brewers pick. And uh, I'm going to – a couple of guys that they could pick uh, that might, could be available. I know they like the Toolsy types. And they have the Toolsy outfielder from Memphis, Tennessee High School named Maurice Hampton, who I think could be on their radar. Also, um, a third baseman out of high school with a really good bat, a left-handed bat. That's Tyler Callahan uh from Florida High School. Then uh, there's a couple of arms, uh, one from college and one from high school I think they could have on the radar, and that's uh, from Campbell College, a right-handed pitcher named Seth Johnson, and uh, from a Texas high school, J.J. Goss, a right-handed pitcher, and that, that's what I think the project they're going to take is J.J. Goss, is a right-handed pitcher out of high school. Again, he's got a really – he's, in my opinion, I think the third or fourth best high school arm, and uh, – I don't know. The, the Brewers draft Tennessee in the in the past many drafts have been bats, especially in the first round. But I think they're going to go against the grain this year and possibly go with a pitcher. Um, I guess. What are your overall thoughts on the Brewers draft philosophy or the type of kid that they might uh, target, whether it be a high school or a college kid or an arm or a bat? Yeah, I don't know that it necessarily matters too much. Uh, you know, in terms of where they're playing right now I just think the best the best available player at that point in the draft should probably be the guy that the Brewers picked I mean we've seen uh we've seen David Stearns I think take kind of a uh you know different approach each year I don't know if you can really summarize his draft very easily you know he's taken as you pointed out earlier uh Bryce Terang uh, 
think, a high school shortstop. He's taken uh, Kesson Hira, a college second baseman. So I don't know. There's, uh, there's a, a, I don't think that Stearns necessarily has a specific philosophy with his uh, drafts of history as any indicator. Well, I don't know. I, Do you have any thoughts? I, I really think that um, uh, we're, we're probably going to go with a, a bat again, and I think it's going to be uh, more than likely the best available bat because, you know, since we don't really have a lot of picks at the top, uh, we really got to hit on this one, and I think you're much more likely to do that when you go with a bat. Um, could be high school, but I'm leaning toward a college bat um, just because I, I think that this could be something that might even wind up, you know, developing into a trade ship if we're still competitive. But, I mean, it seems like if you're looking at a high school bat, odds are they have more upside than, than most of the college bats in there, at least when you're looking at it in the first round. Um, actually, Craig, I, I need your help on this because I didn't see where – or I didn't hear where you, where you put these guys. But if you could help me out, if I just rat off three names that I think we might actually do. Sure. Okay, so the first one actually was, <laughs> um, was uh, Josh Young. I think he's going to be gone by then. I don't, I, where'd you put him? Yeah, I had him going in my Minecraft, I think, uh, a little bit earlier. Yeah, I had him going 17th overall in the Nationals. Uh, so that's 11 picks before us or 10 picks. But um, – you could still be available, you know. Like I said, after the top six guys, it's probably kind of a crapshoot, so to speak. Yeah, I think so. It's, he could very well be available. I, I think it's unlikely, but I think you know that's a, a possibility. The one I actually think it, we're most likely. Well, I should just throw this out there too. Uh, that Cody Hosey, that the guy you had going on the pick right before us, right to the Cubs. Yeah. Typical. Yeah, no, I, I thought that actually might be a decent fit for us. But the, the guy I actually think we'll draft, and again, I think this guy is actually slotted to go earlier, uh, Michael Bush. Where did you have him? I don't know. Actually, no, I didn't have him in my top 28. Oh, so, perfect. yeah, he'll, he should still be on board. Okay, so I'll throw him out there. He's from North Carolina, first base and outfield, and he's, he's definitely one of the better college hitters. So I think that being that he's a little bit more polished and – uh, we'll be ready a little bit sooner than a, a high school player. I think that that's going to – I think that might be our pick. Yeah. And I kind of tend to agree with Vince also that I think that they're going to go with best player available uh, with a slight leaning toward a bat just because I think with their current overall organizational philosophy is really to find arms that aren't necessarily – have high ceilings and they're destined to be aces or, or complete flame out, but more guys that can pitch five to six quality innings every time out. And so those are the type of pitchers that you can find probably in the rounds anywhere from, you know, round two to, you know, 30 or whatever. Uh, usually out of all those guys you pick in those rounds, you usually get a couple of guys that can at least eat some innings. So it would surprise me if they continue going hitter, but, uh, well, see, I, I also really like Tyler Callahan. I mentioned him as one of the players that should still be available there. He's a left-handed hitting high school bat, and I don't know, he plays some good third base, and I like his left-handed bat. Um, and, you know, so that's one guy I guess I'm hoping they pick, but in my mock, I'm going with J.J. Goff as a, a right-handed pitcher out of high school. So we'll see what happens, I guess. Um, well, so before you kind of – go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to say the other thing, too, is um, – Believe it or not, a lot of coaches have a hard time um, teaching uh, 
people to throw 98 or more. So I, I think that that might be something also. I mean, it's just if, if there's an absolute fireballer there, you know, that could, that could hit 98 or, or more or project to throw that hard. Yeah. I could see us going for it. Yeah. But I, it seems to me if the Brewers had a tendency, it would be to go bats or the first couple picks and then in that range of like rounds three to five, grab a couple of really college arms that kind of have fallen down a little bit or possibly even uh, coming off injury or something. In fact, one of the guys that grabbed in last year's draft, his name uh, Drew Rasmussen, uh, he's really doing well. They're, they're kind of uh, – he was injured and missed all of last uh, season, but they got him, I think, in the fifth round last year. And he really now projects as if he would have been like a late first round pick, and he's doing pretty well in the minors, even though they're having a pitch like in three uh, three inning intervals. But he's still putting up good numbers. I think he's going to be a really, he's going to kind of be one of those guys like Corbin Burns, who also was like a, I think, a former fourth round pick that was, uh, you know, really someone that can fly up the system and, and help us sooner than later. So, uh, we'll see what happens on draft day, but uh, overall there'll be a lot of picks made and hopefully a lot of guys will be future Brewers, so we'll see. Uh, now, one thing I didn't want to point out is that baseball is still one of the only sports that don't allow the trading of draft picks with the one caveat that they did put in there. There are some supplemental picks that are, have been given uh, by Major League Baseball to teams, especially small market teams at either the end of the first round or end of the second round, and they they randomly change it from one year to the next. Um, and the Brewers this year did, did, were awarded supplemental pick number 39 overall um, after the first round. And they went ahead and did trade that pick, which they're allowed to do this past offseason for left-handed reliever Alex Claudio from the Rangers. Um, what were your thoughts when that trade was made? And what are your thoughts on it now, I guess, will be the last question I have for this draft preview um i was supportive of the trade when it was made i think that uh you know the brewers are in a position and they still are in the position of you know 2019 being a year that they're quote-unquote going for it um so i'm i'm still happy with uh with the trade i think the claudio has obviously struggled a little bit this season but um there's a i think there's a chance he's not being used correctly i think that he's a guy who's probably best fit for being a, a loogie type of guy who comes in and just faces lefties. He's been used a little bit more against righties than I expected when we acquired him. Um, so I do think you're going to see his numbers stabilize a little bit and go down. I still think he's got a few talent. Um, I think he just has to be used in a little bit better situations. And if that's the case, and if we're in win-now mode, um, I think those are the types of moves that are fine to make. Well, those loogies better figure it out because um, they're not going to be around next year, right? I mean, they're not going to be able to just face lefties. they got to face a whole inning or they got to finish the inning isn't that the new rule something stupid uh is that this year i thought it was next year yeah no this year yeah, that's next, what I mean. next year yeah yeah should be interesting i don't know i mean I, I think that one of the hidden factors of of claudio is that he, he is able to like throw pretty much every day if you need him to i mean he, he's just about always available um which, which is great when you're pitching well. But, um, you know, like you said, he has struggled a little bit, but hopefully, you know, he turns it around a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that we have to keep in mind, that even though we are contending right now, and that's awesome, um, and it's okay to use the draft pick that you are allowed to trade, which is rare 
to try to improve your ball club. It wasn't a Damian Claudia. I didn't really fault him too much at the time. With that being said, I, like it just seemed like those types. I just don't think Claudia was that much of a better pitcher than we could have just gotten for a couple million dollars on a one-year deal off of the free agent market, so to speak, or even that much better than a guy that can just be plucked off the waiver wire, you know, just before the season starts or even during the season. So I guess I'm kind of selling Claudia a little bit short count-wise maybe as far as like what quality actually is and the value brings to the team. And, and I'm just kind of giving him a pass on whatever he's done so far this year, just overall, you know, what his value is compared to the pick. And with that being said, um, you know, there's been some pretty good players picked at number 39 overall. Uh, there's been some complete busts, of course, but one guy that was actually picked uh, – or two guys that were picked right at uh, – Number 39 overall, uh, uh, one of them by the Brewers was uh, Mitch Haniger, who eventually was traded and is now a real solid major leaguer. Another guy I'll throw out there was picked at that slot was Joey Gallo, uh, who's also putting together a pretty nice season for the Rangers and hitting his baseball prime. He'll probably be a pretty nice player. Now, if you think about giving up, you know, six plus years of control over a player like that for just a couple years of a movie type reliever um you know that's a chance you take and obviously there's some risk involved to it but i i feel that i wouldn't have done that trade um at the time and i wouldn't do it again just because i, I guess someone who really value those draft picks i mean so, yeah a guy like but a left-handed reliever has got a ton of value to me too i mean i think that there's Something to be said for the Brewers' pitching philosophy, especially given the fact that we didn't really have many dependable starting pitching options going to the year to go out, to go out and get a guy that would solidify your bullpen a little bit, like we had last year with that lights out bullpen, but we had lost a few guys. So I, I can definitely see why David Stearns made that move, and um, you know, a guy like Gallo, yeah, he's valuable, but we basically had a guy like that in Chris Davis too, right? I mean, um, so they he has value, but there's also other guys that we could acquire in that vein too, just like there's other left-handed relievers. That's all very true, yes. Um, so good, very good point. So, so anyway, it's always a, one of my favorite days of the year, baseball draft day. And even though the Brewers aren't taking quite as high, that's a good thing. So, so excited about it. It's always great to add new talent to the system and to watch those guys develop. So, um, once again, uh, looking forward to it uh, coming up uh, in just a few days after you're listening to this, most likely. Um, and yeah, hopefully the Brewers uh, pick a future Hall of Famer with their first pick or, or one of them later. Who, who knows? Or even so. if they pick like the safe vanilla pick of you know a guy who's tabbed to just about assuredly be a th- you know a number three or a number four starter, you know something like a you know a Taylor Youngman or a Judd Bradley. I mean somebody like that that's going to be able to solidify this rotation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's always those types that. Unfortunately, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Or, or Eric, or Eric Garnett, for that matter. Yeah, no, there's there's a lot. I mean, I would love to actually just do a whole episode of how terrible our draft. Actually, can we do that? Just a whole episode of like the last thirty years of Brewer drafting. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know anyone that would want to listen to it, but I wouldn't. But you know, with that being said, I really think that they hit on some really good facts. I mean, yep. obviously, Kevin Hero is up with us now, and I, I, he really projects me to be a borderline all-star 
second baseman going forward. So, I mean, if you're able to land a guy like that, um, every couple of drafts, you're doing well um, for yourself. So, yeah, especially now that the Brewers are probably going to be picking lower in the first round for hopefully the next un, you know foreseeable future. Uh, it's still important to have a great scouting department and a great philosophy on trying to find young talent. I think the Brewers have the really nice people in place for that. So, Well, yeah, we, we're definitely doing more coverage than uh, our colleague Tom Wondercourt, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I just – I'm not sure how to... – I just assume that he'll just, you know, ask the Brewers later. The Brewers will just release a presser through him or something like that. I'm sure he does no actual research in this, but who knows? I mean, if, you know, if we get a one-on-one with, uh, with the first round draft pick, I'm sure he'll, you know, stick his microphone in there and, you know, get the interview. <laughs> he always does such a great job with all that. <laughs> oh man unbelievable awesome well i think you pointed out in the last episode guys that i happen to miss um that um the brewers have kind of gone through their tough early season stretch of games and i think the 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 teams that they play between now and the all-star break in particular the stretch of games really is kind of their easiest so you know part of the schedule now, with that being said, um, obviously some of these teams always play us tough, like you know the Pirates come up and everything, and even you know, so the Twins and every everyone is you know no one's push hard. With that being said, I really feel that the Brewers have an opportunity between now and also break to regain the lead in the NL Central, and and uh, I'm excited for the second half of the season. That's for sure. The rest of the season, that's for sure. Yeah, I was gonna say we still got a lot of a lot of season left, guys. It's uh, it's very exciting right now. Absolutely, and uh, Christian Yelich continues to terrorize the NL and put up MVP-like numbers. So that's pretty pretty phenomenal. Yes, yes, sir. Alrighty, well, I think that about wraps it up for this draft preview. And thanks for. Uh, joining us tonight guys and uh, also everyone listening in thank you for tuning in and look forward to our next podcast coming up uh, early next week so sounds great guys stay classy and go brewers yep remember what fellas you stay classy and go brew brew go brewers go brewers dun, 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 dun.